0: Welcome in Canes fans this Saturday afternoon to a very special edition of the Canes Insight podcast. We have the money here breaking down this massive, massive commitment from Zaquan Patterson out of Shamanad Madonna, bringing an elite safety prospect to this class, D. Huge. A um, lot of misinformation about this
1: recruitment. I've never seen, I'll say never, but this has been one of the strangest recruitments in terms of how it's covered. You heard Michigan, you heard Auburn, then late you heard uh, FSU quite heavily. But if you've been reading the bank and listen to this podcast for the last four months, we've been consistent. Miami felt good, and we felt good about Zaquan Patterson. Go back and read, go back and listen. It's been consistent. Sign up for canesinsight.com, the forums, and you can see the legend himself, Kribby. He's been even more confident than me, saying – Miami will get Zaquan Patterson. Uh, so today, Miami closed the deal and defeated some, some heavy suitors uh, for a guy that my, they really, really needed at a position at safety where you potentially lose a, a Cam Kitchens, you could potentially lose a James Williams, and you haven't recruited well at that position. So a huge, huge get, both because of the quality of the player Zaquan Patterson, which will break down, and then the need at the position.
0: And this is a guy who played on that famed Miami Gardens Ravens team that we've mentioned and had those guys on a live show with Brad Tejeda. So that that train keeps rolling there, right? And they're going to continue to have elite prospects out of that program. But you talked about the win recruiting-wise, right? There's been a lot of talk on social media. The message boards have been hot and cold. Obviously, the fans haven't been too excited about the momentum on the recruiting trail. But just dive into what you think a win like this can do, springboarding them forward. You know, the momentum's everywhere. I'll use the momentum to plug us,
1: by the way. Like and subscribe to the podcast to get more accurate, more steady info through the recruiting season. Sign up for the forums, canesinsight.com, social canes.insight at Instagram, and uh, and get the gear. It was a gear up for the season at uh, shopify.com. The link will be in the bio. Um But, yeah, momentum's huge. I mean, both for us as a company and a site, but really for the team itself. And look at this. So, Zaquan Patterson is the 77th-ranked player overall in the composite. That gives Miami four top 100 players with Zaquan Patterson, JoJo Trader, Zaquan Patterson's teammate at Chaminade, Kevin Riley, the running back out of Tuscaloosa, and Marquise Life with the defensive end out of Chicago. That's four top 100 players in the composite before the season started. Just to give you perspective, Miami had four composite top 100 players all of last year in that great class um, between Bain, Malagoa, Sampson, and Jaden Wayne. So they're already matching that as far as elite top 100 players, and still got David Stone coming up later today. That's going to be an interesting one. Miami feels good there. And then you also have the ability to win games, generate momentum on the field to match the momentum in the recruiting and then flip some more guys, you know, between the Chris Coles, again, David Stone, we mentioned all the defense alignment, Miami recruited, either they're still out there that they could potentially flip. Um, and then Jeremiah Smith, who happens to play at Chaminade with Jojo trader, Miami top 100 commitment. And now Zayquan Patterson, Miami top 100 commitment. So, to me, that's huge. And really, this sign—this has not been a well-told – we've been focused so much on the national recruiting with Cristobal, which has been different, the ability to go and w- to Portland, Oregon, or Tuscaloosa and win these battles, or American Samoa, which is huge. But the undertold story is look how Cristobal has done in South Florida. Wesley Basinth, the biggest target of that class, signed. Nigel Lee Kelly, same thing. Then you had um, last year, Ruben Bain who's already making an impact on the field. You had Ray Ray Joseph, who's already making an impact on the field in practice. Mark Fletcher, who's already making an impact on the field in practice. And then this year, the JoJo Trader, who you, you really had to get. The um, Zaquan Patterson, who you really, really needed to get locally. It's a bad year locally. You got to get these guys, a Chance Robinson. Chance Robinson. So Miami is doing its work locally. And the only thing that Cristobal has not done locally is land that elite number one receiver in this in the area. JoJo Trader's an elite receiver. He would be number one any other year. But Brandon in this last year weren't able to land him. Who's the number one guy this year? Probably the number one guy in a lot of years. Jeremiah Smith. Zaquan Patterson's teammate, Jojo Trader's teammate. So, this is a huge step locally, and, and we got to break down the player itself. But I think overall, the picture is you're bringing in the top
0: 100 local players to Miami, and that's huge. And you got, you know, mentioned it right there. We got to get into the player himself. You mentioned Camp Kitchens and James Williams, different than both of those guys, right? Doesn't have the length of a James Williams and is not necessarily a free safety like Camp Kitchens. But man, can this kid strike? And in the box, he's going to essentially bring you an extra linebacker, right, who has the ability to cover some of these tight ends that, you know, are, are bigger and, you know, too strong for a cornerback to cover, but also too quick for some of these linebackers uh, to match up with man-to-man.
1: Yeah, and if I were to compare of those two, he's probably more similar to James Williams, but he's a lot different than James Williams as well. So Patterson, you know, looks every bit of six one. He'll be two hundred plus. He's a big kid, physically mature already. Plays in the box for Shamanad, although he has the athleticism to play a traditional safety position. You see him on special teams, and here's what I like about Patterson. So Patterson is in the box for Shamanad. He's playing special teams and is a demon on special teams despite being a top 100 national player, which shows effort, which shows just football love, and he's he's flying down, hitting people, he's blocking kicks, he's doing all those kind of things, explosive. But those are things you only see in pads, right? Being a box safety and, and playing special teams. Flip that to the seven-on-seven circuit where he can spread his wings a little bit more, and he's playing wide receiver for DEFCON, making all kinds of plays, You know, playing defensive back, Jose a friend of the show, uh, GM of Raw, which is an opposing team, he was telling me all summer, Patterson, Patterson. Patterson is a stud. Patterson is one of the best 7-on-7 players I've seen in years. And that doesn't include all of the skills that he actually shows on Friday, which is a whole different skill set, the pad skill set, which he has too. So when you have the athletic ability and instincts to thrive at 7-on-7, but at the same time you do things in pads that wouldn't show on 7-on-7, that shows me a versatile football player, and that's why he is ranked so highly and he's a kid that's been on the radar since he was a young player played at true prep before transferring to chaminade but he's been uh, he's been a known name and he's just grown into his body and showing his skills and i think zaquan patterson the safety which is what miami needs because we need safeties that final version we haven't even seen yet because he's done so many things when he hones in uh, at that safety position and his athleticism starts to really show i think you're going to see more even more upside and gains Whereas at Camp Kitchens, he came in ready-made. I think um, someone like Patterson will grow a lot more in college into his game.
0: And from all accounts, fits exactly what Coach Cristobal is looking for in that high character, loves football the same way you hear about this freshman class when that he's been raving about the last few weeks in camp, right? So I, I would expect him, even if Camp Kitchens and James Williams come back next year, expect him to be an instant Impact, see the field day one, sort of guy.
1: Yeah. One thing that was special about last year's class is that your top 100 players loved football, right? Francis, Samson, I mean, character, IQ, work ethic off the charts. Ruben Bain, major league worker, his brother's on the staff, works extra time. Jaden Wayne, big time worker who's made major gains since he's been here, he went to IMG to develop his game. So last year's top 100 players, they all loved football on top of their physical tools. Flash forward to this year. Jojo Trader plays both ways, right? A big, to me, a big indicator of football IQ and football love. Um, Marquise Lightfoot, who's a stud defensive end, also a stud special teams player, which you don't see. Again, very rare for these top 100 players to play special teams on kickoff coverage and things like that. That's the dirty work. Marquise Lightfoot does that on top of his pass rush ability and his talent. Kevin Riley, a real blue collar uh, running back who has the finesse, but he'll run people over. And then now, Zaquan Patterson. Really, his best highlights in a junior year were special teams
0: highlights because he was such a missile. Not to cut you off there, but you forgot probably the maybe the best football player of them all, and Elijah Lofton.
1: Oh, Elijah Lofton, who against uh, I believe he played Long Beach Poly yesterday. He played a big public school down there. I'm trying to remember which one. So someone could tell me in the comments. But uh, he scored a touchdown running. He scored a touchdown catching is a football player. He's probably the best pound-for-pound football player in the class. So you're adding blue-chip players that you're beating big programs for who love football, who do multiple things, and have you know physical ability to match. That is what you want because we've seen, if you go back and look at some of the top 100 players that Miami's gotten in the past that haven't worked out, at the quarterback position, at other positions, love of football and intangibles hurt us there on a few of them. Right. Or even wide receivers. I won't name names or skill position guys, but a Jerry Judy, a top 100 player who panned out big time. A Calvin Ridley, same thing. Watch their high school highlights. They play receiver, they play corner, they play safety, they do it all. They return kicks, they do it all. Jojo Trader fits that bill. You know, the running backs that have panned out, their physical players, Duke, Duke Johnson, watch his high school highlights. He does everything. He's running people over like a Kevin Riley runs people over on top of his finesse. So, That versatility, even at Camp Kitchen's return punts. So that versatility to me shows a love of football and an IQ that allows these top 100 players to succeed. When the top 100 player is more of a specialist, I think either like let's say a quarterback who only plays quarterback and doesn't even play other sports. Or a a player that's a skill position player and that's all they do. And they're one dimensional in their game. I think those are the guys that are more likely to fail than the guys that do it all on top of having top 100 talent. So that's one thing I love about this year's class and last year's class as well. The blue chippers are our players and Zayquan Patterson completely fits the bill.
0: Now, before we wrap this up, the looking ahead in terms of the safety class, you have Patterson now with Isaiah Thomas, right? Who's been on the, the podcast before. If you have not checked that episode out, it was a great interview with him and kind of his background getting into football coming from Canada Anyone else to look out for at that spot? Because obviously, if you expect at least a camp Kitchens to go, I think James Williams needs to, to show a lot and be more consistent this year. Uh, but he very easily has the capabilities to play at the next level, right? If, if you're going to look at that scenario, you'd probably need to bring in another, another guy or two. Yeah, and before I get to that, I will ask that question. I wanted to
1: just focus on the recruiting win here. FSU wanted this guy badly. FSU wanted JoJo Trader badly. These are two punches to the gut to FSU. They try to come into South Florida and they're getting shown the door by Crystal Ball. FSU put a lot of effort into this. FSU put a lot of money into this. FSU put a lot of misinformation and media manipulation through Ryan Barto.
0: The- well, I see some I see I I already see posts right now of the Florida State moderators basically saying they're gonna get to it later, but Miami you know, pulled a lot of stunts publicly and behind the scenes. So that, to me, you already see the wording coming from FSU staff on, on this one. Look, Ryan
1: Barto worked for Two Four Seven and now he works for FSU. So there's a lot of manipulation there. And this is not about Miami's Two Four Seven guys, who I think are the, are awesome. I listen, I follow them religiously. But the other aspects of Two Four Seven that gets influenced by a guy like Barto. There's a lot of media manipulation, which is why a site like ours, we've been saying consistently there's confidence with Patterson. So the FSU's pulled out all the stops with money, with recruiting, with with media stuff, and they lost. And that's a huge, huge statement in South Florida for Miami. And to your point about the safety room, which is a critical position, I think Patterson's a, a physically mature. He'll be an instant contributor. Isaiah Thomas physically is, is, an, is a day-one contributor, but it's the injury uh, that he had the torn ACL. He's recovering a little bit slowly. He's playing this season, but still kind of – Ginger, um, that might be a year process, and then we'll see how he looks when he gets in. But body-wise, IQ-wise, I think he can play early, but he's going to need to get through that injury. Um, hope he just continues to have a good good season. Uh, Dylan Day, who really might be recruited as sort of a, uh, that nickel, right, for the, for the Guidry defense. He could easily be a safety as well. Um, and then I think you're going to see transfer or transfers at that position. They wanted to get one this year. That didn't happen. But I think that's one position where you see a transfer and you're going to cross your fingers that Markeith Williams has a good year and taps into his talent because everybody thinks he's got the talent. And, you know, Camp Kitchens thinks he's another Camp Kitchens, but Camp's trying to take him under his wing and teach him to be the man. So you hope development from him. And Jaden Harris, a guy I like who I think's a program guy. Don't worry about the work ethic. Don't worry about the toughness. Don't worry about the effort. And he's got good size and good speed. You know, not a natural, pure safety, but he's going to work at it. And with the size and speed, he played corner so he can cover a little bit. Definitely a good tackler, has shown some of that uh, in the scrimmages. Uh, I'm interested to see how he progresses. So that's a position to watch. There's going to be transfers there. But getting a guy like this who's a day-one contributor and great size and speed and great talent and is local, um, huge, huge recruiting victory for the Miami Hurricanes. Mario Cristobal and and Joseph Adai as well, um, who's involved in there, just the whole recruiting department. Joseph Adai was a great running back. For the Colts back of the day, man, I'm losing. I'm getting senile <laughs> on the podcast in real time. I'm getting, I'm, I'm losing it in in real time on this podcast with these kids. By the end of this, I'm gonna be an old man by the time the Canes are good again. Jamil Adai, the the coach for the
0: Miami Hurricanes. Good job for him, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. let, yeah, I mean, Another guy I would keep an eye on in the safety spot potentially because he's cross training there is Jadis Richard because he has the size, he has the length. Unfortunately, if there are injuries this year, I think he's a guy who's going to have to play there uh, and probably might be in the rotation there already. So I I would also throw his name in the mix there. Yeah. And and look, we thought we were going to have to patch up the cornerback room,
1: and we do to a certain extent. You know, uh, obviously with some of the seniors, some of the transfers that were older, uh, like a Devontae Brown or, um, you know, Jaden Davis. But I will say this about the corner room. Damari Brown is going to play this year a lot. Either Hammer or Darrell Porter will start throughout the year. They'll probably, they might go back and forth, but he's going to play a lot. And Robert Stafford, who's a little skinny and raw right now, but showing a ton of flashes, really generating buzz with his speed, with his uh, cornerback attitude, his overall playmaking ability. I heard he's the, pretty much the only guy that can run stride for stride with Tyler Harrell. So he, I think Miami got two corners last year, you know, that, that are Miami corners. So, um, Keep an eye on that position going forward. That might allow a Jadis Richard to to play more safety as well.
0: Massive win for the Canes this Saturday afternoon in Zaquan Patterson. It was a wild recruitment. He's committed. I'm sure there may still be some twists and turns here, as there might be with other guys in this class. So still got to hold on tight, D, but huge win for the Canes. Keep it locked on Canes Insight. Let's see if there's more news coming today as well. And, terms of david stone check out the podcast that we do every week you know we have this instant reaction moment we have our weekly podcast we have the live show the website's free man if you aren't on there and you're a canes fan who's watching these videos who are in the nitty-gritty with us in this recruiting stuff you have to be on the website in the recruiting board because that's where all the action's happening absolutely man it's
1: it is the most six point what are we at now in terms of posts? Let me look this up real quick. So we are currently at 6.43 million posts and counting. It is hot and heavy, and uh, there's no better place to be when it comes to, uh, to the Canes. And listen, we're recording this now uh, in the early afternoon. Check out the Canes inside to see the David Stone announcement. Announcement. You know, Let's see what, how that plays out because um, that could be another good one for the Canes. Potentially. So uh, stay tuned for uh, on Canes. I keep refreshing. Have the family do some activity for the rest of the day while you keep refreshing and locked in and commenting. So, again, appreciate all the support. And uh, keep, keep tuning in. Keep liking and subscribing. Go Canes.